This is, this is Underground Alphabet. I'm here with Screamer Jack Novak. Going to be discussing East Coast, West Coast, in between, which I've listened to already. And let's just ask him what describe it in his own own words. I mean, it's uh, we're a punk rock band, high energy. Um, our fast and loose rule is all the songs have to be at least 150 beats per minute. Uh, although we. We do have two songs on this last album that clock in at just under 150. But by and large, that's that was just the idea of the band, just to have what we think are, uh, or hope are well-crafted pop songs, but fast and loud and guitar-driven and in-your-face and sort of harken back to like the late 70s, early 80s, punk, new wave, vintage synth over loud rock guitars uh, kind of vibe. This isn't your first project or only project, though, is it? No, no. We have, uh, before this, uh, my other project that I've done, I think we've done seven albums, maybe? I forgot. It's called The Cringe. Mm And The Cringe is more of a, let's call it like a classic rock meets grunge rock kind of vibe. Um, Certainly no hard and fast rules about how fast the tempo needs to be. Um but with, with The Cringe, I was striving to uh, do more of something like The Who, Pearl Jam, Foo Fighters kind of thing. And with, <clears throat> excuse me, Fastest Land Animal, I was thinking more like uh, Eagles of Death Metal meets Husker Du meets uh, The Ramones. So that's, I also have, uh, we haven't recorded anything yet with this other side side project, but we call ourselves The Hoot Nanny. And it's basically... We all we play bluegrass. I play banjo. Um, oh. and we do, yeah, and we do um, bluegrass versions of uh, of rock songs. You know. So, so that's uh, <laughs> that's my my other other side project. But that's all, that's all cover. Let's we do covers, but we do bluegrass versions of covers. Right. Well, I mean that's pretty big right now. The Steven Seagulls and all those guys. Who are, Doing the what? Well, what did they do? They did. Did they do Thunderstruck? A bluegrass yeah. thunder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We did. Um, we did a AC. Which we did. We did. Um, uh, you shook me all night long. We do a bluegrass version of that. We do. Uh, pour some sugar on me. Def Leppard. We do bluegrass. You know, we do a whole a whole gamut. And how I still love you shook me all night long. Like any of the cover bands I played in around Louisville, always wanted to do a. Live wire. It was it was always live wire. There's always, of course, we was doing it exact because we was a local cover band. Right. <laughs> hey, you shook me all night long, man. I mean, there's nothing wrong. First of all, that was the the first song they ever did with Brian Johnson, who was replacing you know Bon Scott, who was a legend. And yep. right out of the gate, they come up with that. I mean, it's like one of the great <laughs> rock songs of all time. It sure <clears throat> is, man. <clears throat> and it's also one of the best sounding rock recordings of all time courtesy of mutt lang and uh I, you know how we, the, so the drum sound on that record is so fantastic and apparently he put wet towels on the drums because he didn't he wanted to get this like tight dead snare sound and i think that's what i've heard that's how he got it <laughs> 
off this album, man, I tried to pick a favorite to talk about because usually at one point of the show, I, I get all smug. It's like, oh, since it is my show, I get to talk about my favorite song. <laughs> and I'm trouble having trouble narrowing down to one. I really like Out of Range. And, I, and to be honest, I haven't gotten all the way through the album yet. I've gotten through most of it, but I keep going back and listening to how Out of Range. <laughs> Cool. Got, Thanks, I've, yeah. I've listened. I've listened to it a lot, <laughs> and and girl like you, I think I'm going to say girl like you. Is there a story behind that you'd like to share? Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm trying to. Yeah, I think it's 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 somewhat based on uh, uh, my wife, and it's kind of about how I'm living with her, and there's no one else I could live with or would want to live with because um, we're sort of perfect for each other and that that's you know the, the general story behind the song that's a great song so it's perfectly honest the cowboys in nashville that that, that was a fun one that i listened to it many many times <laughs> uh, yeah i was I'm just listening. trying to trying to just go like nuts on that song and just uh <laughs> you know distort my vocals and just you know like it that that song definitely hurts when i sing it and we play it live, so that like, we try and put it towards the end of the set because if we put it at the beginning of the set, and I won't, I won't have any vocal cords left to finish the the show. But right, <laughs> but that one is yeah, that's sort of a it's like um, a little bit like our or I wrote it before the Foo Fighters song White Limo came out, but that's sort of like our version of White Limo a little bit, you know, just like a, <clears throat> a real fun, tasty pop song, but wrapped up in a nasty with a nasty bow. It's a fun one, almost crusty version of. I, I love crust, crusty songs. Oh but, yeah, and I'm not saying you're crusty or anything. I just it just <clears> kind of <throat> reminds me of 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 some of the old crust bands a little bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I like. I, I, it's a fun song. That's <laughs> really fun. You got three lyric videos out already, right? You do. Um, for cow cowboys in Nashville, cowboys in Nashville, out of range, and I think um, the police cover we do next to you. I think we, I think we did a lyric uh, video for that one too. That's a that's a police cover. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's the first song off of their first record. Uh, really, I think it's Atlantis the Amor is the name of the record, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, we wanted to, we had like the album was pretty much done, but we needed like one more song and we thought we'd never done this before uh do do a couple record i mean we play covers live a lot but um we've never recorded a cover so we're like you know let's come up with a cover that isn't so obvious you know like you shook me all night long like everyone knows that song it's like a classic so uh our guitar player and bass player he came up with this idea we all love the police and mm -hmm. uh, so we came up with with that with that track because it's um, you when you listen to it you like I think I've heard this before but it's not you know like their biggest hit or anything and it's also right. fast and you know we wanted everything to be fast 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 and the early, those early police songs were had a real punk rock energy to them but yep. you know again they were they were a little little crispy around the edges um, especially production wise but the songwriting was there yeah. I've I found a Zenyatta Mondetta at a, at a flea market the other day on vinyl, and I bought that son of a bitch. Yeah, that's, that's classic. <laughs> I love it. Oh, it Fantastic. skips it, it. It skips real bad. I should have known an eight dollar <laughs> vinyl was. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, we're doing. We do vinyl for all of our records, 
and we'll have vinyl coming out um, a little bit after the release of the album. Just there's there's a backlog, believe it or not, on vinyl. Like you can't you can't get it manufactured. Oh, yeah. It's just taking forever. But there's only so many pl- pl- places doing it. Yeah, know? there and, there is, and and, and the and, demand is at such a high. But uh, we we well, are absolutely gonna be having a vinyl release of this this album. Yeah, and Walmart's screwing it up for everybody too. They, Walmart's buying all. Ugh. They're screwing it up for the little guy, of course. They're you know, buying everything. Uh, yeah, that's that's who's. At least that's my opinion. That's my that's my conspiracy theory. Well, it's Walmart's fault, you know. But I, cassettes are on the rise. That's funny. And, we did for our last album, the Fastest Land Animals' first album. We actually did. <clears throat> excuse me, a cassette release. And uh, we did some giveaways with a uh, uh, Walkman or a Boombox or something, which was, was really fun. But, uh, and I think I, I hear CDs are coming back. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't even know they went away, but apparently they went away and now they're back. I think I saw that. And I, I think it was a CD company that said. <laughs> ah, well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, How do we sell more product? Let's say we're back. And then everyone, oh, cool. Think about CDs. It's the easiest thing for bands to do, it seems like. You know, it was the most overhyped and overrated physical format. That's my opinion, of course. It's like, I don't, but of course, they also charged more than anything else for it for the longest time. And come to find out, it's the cheapest way to do anything. Cheapest thing to make, yeah. I mean, we... We we sold a, a lot of CDs, you know, especially at shows. It's they're easy, they're small. But I, I my favorite format is vinyl. I mean, that's how I consumed music growing up, and I think that's the most engaging way to listen to an album. You know, I love the how easy it is digitally to have. You know, I've got endless amounts of music in my pocket, and I can mm-hmm. listen to pretty much any album <clears throat> I own. <clears throat> or would want to own just by clicking my phone. <clears throat> but I still prefer to sit down with a record on a record player and just, just spin it and listen to it. That's that's my favorite way to, to consume music for sure. Yeah, you know, back back in the day your favorite sound in the world was just setting that needle down on that oh yeah. <laughs> that, that little crackling pop, right? Where it's just like yeah, <laughs> when you first unseal a, seal a record, it's like <clears throat> Plus, you know, <laughs> records, you know, pretty big compared to uh, a CD, which is smaller, or uh, digital, which is doesn't exist. So right. You, you can have something to look at while you're listening to the record. You can read the liner notes and, you know, learn about who played what instrument on what track and and have cool artwork, maybe lyrics to look at. And you can read about the, the producer and where they recorded it and all all these fun facts and that uh, it definitely, if you're in your car or if you're at the gym or running around or something, you can't, you can't run around with your record player and the, and the, right. the album cover. But if you're sitting at home and you just really want to focus on the music, that's, that's just, you get sucked into that. It's like watching a movie almost. That's what I, I like about vinyl cassettes. Cause you listen, when you got it, <coughs> vinyl or cassette, you listen to all of it. Yeah, you can't skip around or yeah, or you had to get up and press the rewind or or pick up the pick right. up the arm. <laughs> Especially with cassette, you really can't skip around. Well, they they did have cassette players that would stop in between tracks. Yeah, right? I think I remember. I had that. a search. I had a kid yeah. with a search on it. 
yeah. <laughs> well, those rack systems, you know, and, you know, <laughs> it, it, it was great too, man, until it quit, <laughs> but it lasted a very long time. Or it would, or the, or the, the tape would spool, spool out of the cassette and you'd have to get a pencil and mm-hmm. the number two pencil and kind of twist it back in. And... I, I just, I found a, I found a cassette of, Cinderella's long cold winter. I live right by a, a, a pretty active flea market. I go over there quite a bit. Oh, watch that's awesome. for my, I found a, a cassette of Cinderella's long cold winter. No, it was a heartbreak station. It was, oh, it cool. was a, and played it once, spun all the tape out, uh, <laughs> and it's not playable anymore. Yeah, that was like you always like you'd go shopping for records in, <clears throat> in the summer, leave the <clears throat> records in your car and go to lunch or whatever. And then you'd come back to your car and the record was warped and you couldn't play it anymore. Wake up your mind with premium organic coffee that's really, really good for you. This isn't just any regular cup of joe. Four Sigmatic's best-selling coffee enhances focus, boosts your mood, and even supports your immune system. Four Sigmatic coffee is mixed with functional mushrooms like lion's mane and chaga. These superfoods are some of the most steady, wellness-supporting supplements on the planet, now easily mixed into your daily favorites. Guaranteed delicious and loved by thousands, over a million cups served, 100,000 plus monthly subscribers, and over 30,000 five-star reviews. Try it risk-free, and if you don't love it, you get your money back. Use the code ROBUNDERGROUND to subscribe and to save 30% off your subscription. It's 20% without it. Or you can just click the link in the description. Or be sure to try for Sigmatic Natural Coffee. You plan on launching a tour for this for this album? For sure, we actually. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we were out on tour in uh, late spring. Uh, well, actually, yeah, late spring through the summer until the fall. We were on tour um, all over the the Northeast and New England and a little bit in the Midwest. And then we, uh, you know, for the holidays and the, the fall, we all went back home. But we are planning on going back out on the road. Better come through Louisville. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, man. We played Louisville a bunch and, um, with my other bands. And uh, it's, it's a great town. And well, this time, where, did, we, where, where would you book at? I'm just curious. Would it be like headliners or do you remember? Or? Yeah, well, we played, um, shoot, I think we came through there with, Motley Crue and Alice Cooper. Oh wow! So I think we played. Uh, you played forget, the, What's the arena there? The Yum Center. Yeah, I think that's where we played. Oh, wow! Then we came. We came back around also with. Um, oh man, who was it with? I think we were either. I think we might have been with Tesla. What? Not not, not the car company. The band. Bro, Tesla. I know who Tesla is. <laughs> yeah, uh, we tour a lot with those guys. They're they're our buddies. Um, and then we probably would have played whatever venue is like two or 3000 capacity. Uh, that would have been where we play, but I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Oh, it may have been Mercury ballroom or something like that. Oh yeah. That sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, That would be, I was going to say headliners. I don't know. You might be two, 300 capacity, but. But, but it's a great venue. It's just small. But yeah, but definitely some. I'll be watching so you can let me know. Now, did you produce the album yourselves? No, we worked with. Uh, this is, I think, the between the Cringe and Fastest Land Animal. This is, I think, the fifth 
fourth or fifth album we did with uh, a guy by the name of Don Gilmore. Um, and he's a producer. He did the first two Linkin Park records. Um, he's worked with Eve Six. He's worked with Lit. He worked early on with uh, Soundgarden and Pearl Jam. Came out, wow. of, the whole, yeah. came out of the whole Seattle thing. So uh, I'm, we have a real good rapport with him. Um, he's, uh, he's really fun and easy for me to work with personally. Um, and especially the, this last album and the album before the al- the first fastest land animal album we recorded during lockdown, during COVID lockdown. And the second one we started, you know, lockdown was basically ending at that point, but, uh, we recorded all this stuff remotely from our home studios. Um, I'm sitting here in my, uh, studio home studio in upstate new york my uh guitar bass player is out in arizona don gilmore the producer was on the west coast and our drummer is in houston texas and we all worked remotely from our home studios uh over it over computer and then glued the whole thing together and uh that hence the name east coast west coast in between because that's where we all were located when we recorded it but working with don uh especially as a vocalist is really easy and fun. And, uh, you know, I would just do record my vocal takes here. Uh, I think Don actually, we figured out how he can control my recording system from the other side of the country. So he was recording me. I was singing into my uh, mic here and we would just do, you know, a few takes of a song and we work so quickly and so efficiently that we would do like three songs a day. And he'd be like, I got it. Let's move on. Let's do something else. So that makes it, you know, easy. Because as a singer, it's it's really like you, you can get like take it personally. And, and then then you start to shut down creatively because you feel like you're not doing it right. And then it feels forced. But Don doesn't do that to you. Don, he's like, yeah, that's it. Maybe you can beat it. Try it again. And then but he knows if if I already did the best take, he's like, we're good. Let's move on. So it's really, uh, I, lo- I love the process of working with him. Well, when I was doing the research and did what, doing the lyric videos, I came across Answer in My Head, and I absolutely love that freaking video. There will be a description oh, yeah. link in the, in the description. I sent it to... TVs. Yeah, I, I sent that video to probably 12 people that night. <laughs> like, oh, cool, man. Thank you. I was like, you gotta you got see this. You gotta listen to this song, because it's a great song. And I'm trying not to take up too much more of your time here. Is there anything else you want to add in before we wrap it up? You got a band camp, website, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, just go, if you look up uh, Fastest Land Animal, uh, I think our our website is uh, fastestlandanimalband.com. But if you type in Fastest Land Animal and maybe band in parentheses, you'll get to us. And then we're, we're, you know, our music is all available wherever you consume music all the streaming services, all the download services. And then we also have a uh, physical product you can get at our uh, website. And uh... I'll be watching for cassettes. That is all our time we have for now. Thank you for listening to Undergroundopolis. Remember, we do this every Wednesday night, bringing you new and exciting artists every week. Be sure to hit up their websites and social media and stream or download their music. If you like this show, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, any streaming platform, and leave us a review as well. I'm your host, Rob Lyon, signing off.